Do you ever feel like your brain has 50 tabs open at any given time? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now neurodiversity and productivity coach. I'm a certified productive environment specialist with well over 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, a wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong learner, aka a geek and old enough to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused and organized. Over the course of the next six weeks, we're reproducing a series from March 2021. It's six weeks of very short episodes teaching you exactly how to be more focused and organized when you're at work. They will include information about how to set up your office, how to manage your time, and how to declutter some of your digital information. I hope you enjoy them. I look forward to being with you in mid-July to catch you up on all the things I'm doing over this summer while I'm taking a little break from the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Please leave a review and share with your friends. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining me in my six-part mini-series with actionable strategies you could do right now to unclutter your workspace, your time, and your information. These are just a few of the pointers I offer in my From Fog to Focus coaching program. I decided to offer this series to honor the one-year anniversary of the global pandemic. Even after a year of working from home, so many people are still struggling with balancing it all or they've returned to the office and even the simplest tasks of our day-to-day work have completely changed. I'd love to know what has helped you most in this mini-series. You can reach me at katherine at katherineavery.com or callwithkatherine.com to schedule a virtual coffee. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you and I hope you gain so much from this series. Everyone, I'm Katherine Avery your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast and owner and founder of Productivity by Design. Now, you all know we're deep into this mini-series now. We've gone through uh, stating your vision, figuring out what your goals are, knowing how to move forward. Then we did a segment on setting up your home office and decluttering your space, all with really simple, actionable strategies. Now I'm moving on to time management, which we started in episode four, and this is episode five. And you're probably wondering why we're talking about power in the pause. And this is my great belief and my passion. To be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. What does that mean? It means we need to pause. And when we pause, we're taking care of ourselves. Now, I could do a whole thing on boundaries around this, but let's just start with setting some boundaries around your time and taking care of yourself. Because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Or papa, just in case there's some men listening to this podcast too. So the first question you want to ask yourself, and you may find this really hard to answer is, are you overgiving or acting out of obligation or not setting boundaries? There's that boundary word again. 
it's really important that we build fences around our time in the nicest of all possible ways. Don't get me wrong. I typically schedule Mondays to strictly be for working on my business because the other four days of the week, Tuesday to Friday, I'm busy with client appointments, meetings, networking, all the things that happen in the day-to-day business. And I need a full day for strategizing. Likewise, I schedule time for myself and I actually block it right on my calendar. That's what I mean by setting boundaries. I've always loved this quote by Anne Lamott. Lighthouses don't go running all over an island looking for boats to save. They just stand there shining. If you're running all over the island, you can't shine because you're wiped out. I love something I was taught by, I believe it was Patty Lemming. If your well has run dry, you have nothing left to give. And the only way to fill back up your well again is to take care of yourself. So step one, you need to make time for you first. And this is really, really hard, especially for us ladies. We are so used to giving, 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 and never saying no. I promise you, if you start putting yourself on your calendar every single day, you will be able to start taking care of yourself better. So I have things listed like exercise, me time, events with friends, dates with hubby. Dates really aren't just for you. They are kind of for you. So the very first thing you want to think about is sleep. It's a step two. You are absolutely no good to anybody if you haven't gotten a good night's sleep. I can attest to this. I am exactly the same. Especially if you're an ADHDer, lack of sleep is really a big problem. And many ADHDers really struggle to turn off their brains at night. So if you can have some kind of a sleep routine that helps you get settled in, that's really key. So my sleep routine is some lavender. I read a book before I go to sleep. I have a very quiet space. Ideally, no electronics in the bedroom. I'm hardcore about it. My husband's a little more relaxed, but I try not to have any electronic technology of any kind on after about an hour before I go to sleep. This really does help you get rested and relaxed. Second thing after sleep, which is really what I'm calling step three, is to exercise. Again, ADHD brain, you have got to get out of your brain and into your body. Listen, my brain has 50 tabs open at any given time. It does not know how to shut down. But when I exercise, what happens is, is I take all of that away. And it releases dopamine and I think it's serotonin, both of which are really feel-good, natural boosts. I am not a caffeine drinker. I actually use exercise as my natural boost. Really helps me focus. And I am a much happier human being when I'm exercising. By the way, I'm not going to tell you how you're supposed to exercise. Choose whatever works for you. Sometimes I power walk. Sometimes I hike. Uh, sometimes I do a workout tape downstairs because it's raining. The day I'm recording this, it's raining. I did a workout tape this morning. Step four, get creative. <laughs> Wildly enough, even though I'm a former interior designer, I'm not really a creative person, but I know lots of people who absolutely love to do things like color and coloring books, paint, draw. I tend to be more of a writer. I guess I'm probably using so much of my creativity in podcasting and what I write as content that I don't really need this as a way for me time at all. But someday, maybe I'll take like a pottery class someday. Step five, have a spiritual practice. I want you to really notice that I didn't say a religious practice here. Listen, whether you go to church or you just meditate on your own or say some prayers or write some gratitudes in the morning, I'm a huge fan of gratitudes. And when I take my power walks, I call them my gratitude walks. It's very easy to be thankful when you're walking around 
outside because you just look at the earth and you see the birds and the trees and the grass and kids playing in a yard or maybe a neighbor's dog that's so happy to see you jumps up and wags their tail. That's Ziggy up the street for us. <laughs> Such a cute dog. Any kind of way you can tap into something bigger than yourself. Really, really important that you understand it doesn't have to be God. It can be universe. It can be a higher sense of yourself. Whatever rocks your world, but have some sort of a spiritual practice that you tap into at least once a week, more often if you can. I try to go for daily. That's just me. Step six is to eat healthy. This is really hard to do. And look, I'm not telling you you can never stop at Mickey D's and grab a Big Mac. I don't even know what the sandwiches are called. It's been so long since I was at McDonald's. No, we're a little bit more of a Duchess family. And I, I like the uh, crispy chicken sandwich. That's just me. But that is not the most healthy thing. A lot of bread. So for the most part, we really do try to eat healthy as a family. I'm not adverse to a glass of wine. I'm just saying as an overall philosophy of life, if you're eating healthy, it really does help fuel your brain. You are what you eat. God, I hated that expression growing up. I'm still not a fan, but it's really true. And carbs are going to make you more sluggish. Protein and vegetables are going to fuel your body. As much as you can, try to eat healthy. Step seven. This is one of my favorites. Have a spa day. Go to a salon. Take care of yourself. We ladies need a little pampering. So it's very interesting. I had mononucleosis at the age of 30. And I went to my doctor and he said, you're exhausted. All you do is work. You're sick. Don't you ever go for a manicure. And those two said, what in heaven's name are you talking about? Why do people go for manicures? He's like, oh, this is your prescription. You are getting manicures and pedicures and massages and your hair done. You ladies have to take care of yourselves. By the way, gentlemen too, really important that you guys take care of yourselves too. I would know that my husband is more likely to play around golf and that's just fine. But our taking care of ourselves, unplugging, recharging, being a bit pampered is really wonderful. I know one gal who gets a facial every single month. Good for her. It's actually one of my clients. Step eight, get outside, get into nature. There's something about stepping out with the water and the sun and the trees, even on a cloudy day, really getting that fresh air. When you're in nature, your whole vibe just changes. It really can elevate your mood. I know it does for me. One of the things I've taken back up again, I've been wildly inspired by a good friend of mine, Zach Fisk, who like hikes every single morning. I do not hike every morning, is to hike. And when we started this whole pandemic, I thought, oh, where am I going to hike? Where there's not a lot of people and is it safe and is it easy? Because for me, by the way, this is paired with exercising for me. If I'm going to power hike, swear to God, that's what I do. I don't want to have to go too far from the house. I'm just that person. So about a half mile from me is a nature preserve. And I power hike there. I move very quickly. So I get in my exercise. I do stop frequently for photographs because I see beautiful things out in nature that I love to photograph. That Maybe that's how I'm getting creative, folks. I'm mixing together a whole bunch of steps. Let's see, that's exercise, being creative, and being outdoors. Go me. <laughs> you know what? If that's what it takes for you to do some of these things for yourself, go for it. I'd love to hear how you get creative with the ways you put these things together to really take care of yourself. So usually we have about four or five steps. This was about eight, but you'll notice that I did combine some for you so you could see how you could combine these pretty easily. The key takeaway here is to schedule time for yourself. So your homework is to schedule time for you on your calendar. I mean, literally, you're going to either write me time or if you need to be able to know what you're going to do in your me time, write that in. So for me this week on my calendar, I've got exercise time. I've got some spiritual time written on there. 
And tomorrow, I'm going to get my hair done. I am so excited. Salon day for me. And I'd like to ask you to start one new self-care habit. Whatever that might look like is fine with me. I absolutely have been loving sharing this podcast series with you. And if you have questions, comments, want to reach out to me, the best way to do that is to schedule time on my calendar. You can use callwithkatherine.com. Super easy, Catherine with a C. So callwithkatherine.com. Or send me an email, call off Catherine at CatherineAvery.com. Say that three times fast. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how these simple strategies that have very short, actionable homework are working out for you. And if there's any help you need, it's my pleasure to help you. Thanks so much for being here again. And I'll see you on day six. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.